This is Saturdays in Tassie with David Lithgow and Brett Jeeves. Oh, what have we, what yes. have we come back to? Have a listen to this. What have we come back to here? Well, we're just going 20 years of system of down. This is glorious. Oh, oh gee, I want to break out in some air guitar here. Great to have you back let's, with let's, us. Let's cut this off quickly, Flashing, please. Do Ethan, not, guess of Jorick, who's waiting, up, waiting patiently, having to listen to your Megadeth era of... Yeah, well, um, wow. Well, Sorry. Well, Sorry, Jorick. Welcome back to the show for Harrison Agents. We are Tasmanian, and a great Tasmanian has joined us this morning. Jorick Chivers has jumped on the line to have a chat and talk some hoops with us. Good morning, Jorick. Morning, gents. How are we this morning? You would have done a little bit of system of a down. You're my age. You're a couple oh, of years younger. Oh, yeah, mate. I think it was probably more your cup of tea than mine, mate, but um, I'm glad <laughs> you're enjoying it this far on. Well, our great mate Ray Browning's with me, I can promise you. It was uh, in what his wheelhouse. No surprise. <laughs> it's no shock in any of that. Jory, great to have you with us, mate. We haven't uh, spoken to you a while. You've had a bit on in your life and you've had a bit of a transitional period. But uh, yes, mate, I spoke yeah. the other day, mate, and um, life's panning out pretty well for you. Yeah, it is, mate. It is obviously um, really uh, hard to walk away from the jack jumpers, and um, obviously they're doing so well at the moment, but um, just thought it was probably the right time for me with um, with the changes that were going on. Obviously disappointed to miss out on the role, but um, Christine was, was very deserving, and obviously she's going to be a great leader and a great um, take the club to even greater heights, but I thought it was just probably time for me to, to move away and, and start looking at other options and looking at other things that I can do in my life, get a bit more get a bit more balance back and spend a bit more time with the family and the, um, and the kids just to... You know, as we spoke about on the air the other day, your kids are only young ones, so you want to make sure you're around for that time rather than working. So it was a family decision and also a decision around getting a bit more balance back in life. So I'm enjoying a bit of time off at the moment and looking forward to the next challenge. Well, you certainly were wearing many hats. Co-CEO with Christine, as we know, for a period yes. of time. You were list manager, um, operations. There was there was a lot going on. I know it was it was a bit of a, a tough thing to juggle after all the things you were doing for that sort of long long period of time. Yeah, no, it was it was definitely tough. Obviously, there was, a, there was many hats uh, that I was wearing, which is um, part of the fun. And obviously, basketball's a little bit different than some of the other um, national sports. It's obviously um, the budgets aren't quite as big. So yeah, there was uh, CFO, COO, GM of basketball, CEO. <laughs> there was a few things going on. So. We had plenty of hats on, but um, loved every second of it. Really, really enjoyed the challenge, but it obviously also comes at a at a bit of a cost too. For me, it was three years of absolutely loving every second of it, but no, you know, no breaks, no annual leave, no anything. You're on the whole time, and it was just um, time for me to step away. But I think for for me, you know, super proud of what I've achieved while I've been at the club. I think the the list is in a really, really good spot. I think you can see from the performance on Thursday night. I think that's probably one of the best best games that Jack Jumpers have ever played, offensively and defensively. So. Um, yeah, really, really positive with, with where the list's at and where we've left it. And I know the next person that comes in has got a, got a, something that's in a good spot and um, can build on that even more. And I think that's the thing that Brett and I want to touch on is the list that um, you had a huge part of putting together. I mm. saw you there in your jack jumpers kit the other night. Uh, <laughs> this is this is the best they've looked. Yeah, definitely. I think um, obviously year one and year two, it was all about continuity and just trying to find guys that we could set up to get the right culture and and this year we really made a conscious effort, made a couple of tough decisions in letting guys go that were were fan favourites and were people that you know were, were great people as well. But we wanted to get more length, we wanted to get a little bit more athleticism, a little bit more scoring into the squad, just to, to see if we could sort of you know push the needle a little bit. I guess 
at the start of pre-season uh, or within the free agency period, we sort of thought, you know, we could we could roll through with the same team again and, and finish you know, anywhere from fifth to third and, and get knocked out in the semis again? Or do we really want to push the needle and, and really have a crack at trying to win the thing or, or getting back to the final? So we... You know, we went after some length in, in Majuk Deng and, and a little bit more scoring in um, in Junior Madut and, and both, you know, again, ticked the boxes in terms of being great human beings, but also, you know, guys who got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder and, and wanted to prove something. And we, we managed to get them. And then obviously from an import point of view, we needed a bit more size to, to back wheel up. Year one, we, we went with sort of fours that could play a little bit of five. And this year we went with Marcus and a traditional five. And then obviously the, the toughest decision was, was sort of moving on from Josh Majet, who'd been an absolute... Um, stalwart of the club and in terms of setting everything up the way we wanted we could not have asked for a better a better point guard or a better person but you know obviously Jordan has shown in his, his little glimpse in the first five games of the season that you know he's probably got a little bit more scoring punch to him and that that extra scoring punch means that he can create for others as well because you've got to respect him a little bit more in the perimeter. I think the um and, and firstly I you know I, I personally want to say uh, congratulations to you on the <clears throat> Excuse me on the on the huge role you've played in in, in establishing the the cultural foundation of the Jack Jumpers who mm. have become uh, the Tasmanian darling of sport you know, in terms of um, a lot of positivity around uh, around the media uh, all the people that you've recruited across um, you know both staff and players um, truly impact that 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 space in a, in a positive manner and, and that that always starts at the top and you've played a huge role in that so uh congratulations to you uh, and i wanted to ask yeah, really quickly you. what what's been the highlight for you if you had to pick one moment where you went wow you know proud basketball um family basketball's in your been in your life your, your entire life your dad you know everyone knows um the chivas story that one moment of, of in time where you went, I, I can't believe that I'm a part of this, and 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 I've actually done it quite well. Yeah, I guess I'd like you know thanks thanks for the compliment. That's, that's really kind to hear. I think you um you invest a lot of yourself into the club, and and obviously leaving the club, you leave a little bit of yourself in the club as well. I think um you know it takes on some of your characteristics and some of your traits when you're putting a group together. So that's very kind of you to say because we we do try to you know represent Tasmania the right way in terms of humble people and people that are passionate about Tasmania. So it's, it's good to see that that's come through, but. For me, the highlight, I think, was Game 3 in Melbourne in the semifinals in Year 1. It was just one of those pinch-yourself moments. We sort of snuck Game 2 at home at My State Bank Arena. We went over and was fortunate enough to be there in person, and you're just happy to be in the contest. And, and as we are going through that fourth quarter, you sort of started to believe. You think, oh, hang on, we can actually we can actually do this, and we can we can compete with the big boys, especially Melbourne United that year. We're, we're heavy favourites to win the final, like to win the championship, and to knock them off on their court in front of... A full house, ten thousand people, which I reckon a quarter of them were probably Jack Jumpers people. But the noise in that arena was was unbelievable, and that was definitely a true highlight for me. Was that was that game? It was just so much fun to be part of it. And then you know, obviously, it's one thing to to set up a club, but to have that kind of success in year one was just beyond any of you know mine, Simon's, or Christine's wildest dreams to actually be that mm. successful in year one. It was it was unbelievable. And just just to bring you back to to this year's list and the recruitment of um, Drimic. Uh, and Deng, to me, feel like the, the, the two really underrated um, recruits. So obviously a lot of talk around uh, Crawford, um, the recommitment from Doyle, uh, the addition of Lee. I mean, he's huge. And once he sorts through some of the foul trouble issues he's having, um, he's going to be you know absolutely massive, both both in physical presence, but also impact. Yeah. Um, Drimic has been phenomenal, you know. So, so in terms of replacing Kenyon, Similar defensive impact, but just provides a little bit more offensive flow. If it, you know, if he gets the ball late in the shot clock, he's got the ability to put it on the floor and create. And then Deng off the bench has been unbelievable. Great shooting, uh, strong defensively, and that length that you spoke about. In, in, in terms of targeting those two guys, 
Is it a surprise that they've they've um, that they're fulfilling the roles that they are, or were they targeted specifically to do and perform as they are right now? Not really. Drim was someone we went after um, right away. I think after year one, I, you know, me and Scott sort of sat down, and the crew sat down, and it was you know losing Josh Adams, which was another big piece that we lost along the way. The, the one thing we lost with him, obviously, apart from dynamic scoring and and everything else, was he just had that little bit of little bit of fire in the belly, a little bit of monkey, a little bit of um, I don't want to, I don't want to say crazy, a little bit of dog in him. Yeah. And that was something that we identified in um, in Dream. We just, you know, you want to be a nice group of people. You want to be nice guys. But when it comes to being on the court, you just want that little bit of nasty, a little bit of fire. And I think that was something that we saw in Dream. Obviously, a great player, great shooter, great defender, and all those other things that you spoke about. But it just gave us that little bit of X factor in terms of that um, niggle that sort of just gets underneath the opposition skin and just you don't quite know what you're going to get from him. And that's something we really identified with him and went after him very hard very early to make sure that we got him over the line. And then... In terms of Majork, we, we obviously had him on the list, but we honestly didn't think we'd be able to um, fit him into our, our price range. So we're very, very patient with him. We were sort of talking with his team for quite a while. I know there was documented in free agency that people thought we weren't doing a lot, but um, we were just you know, holding, holding out and hoping that um, obviously he would fall within our price range so that we could afford to get him. I guess you know that's one thing you've got to be careful of too is your, your financial security. We wanted to spend our money on our imports and getting Milton over the line obviously comes at a cost financially. So... We were just patient and kept talking to him and talking to his management and just really trying to sell him on, you know, this is an opportunity for you to bounce back and, and re- revitalise your career after probably a down year for him in Cairns the year before. And yeah. I think, as you said, he's hit that role. He's, he's probably taller than taller than you realise. He's, he's a oh, really he tall is. man and a really long guy. Like, when you when you walk past him in the arena, he's huge. And he um, just a great guy, like, family man. He's, you know, he's, his missus and his kids are just lovely people, just a really genuinely nice guy. And, um, you know, hopefully they're enjoying their time down here in Hobart. No doubt about it. And I, I know you, what you mentioned earlier, and I, I did mention on the broadcast the other night, and Brett and I have talked about it, the difference is there's more shooting, but it's the mm-hmm. length too. And then yeah. you've got the options, don't you, whether you're mixing and matching with a four and five. You can obviously still go small ball, but when you go small Agreed. ball, you're probably going to have three guys six foot eight, six foot nine on the mm. court yeah. anyway. And exactly. then on the back of that... When you try and look at the closing group, well, there's probably genuinely 10 guys that can close any game. Exactly. Like, there's just so much versatility in the group. I think we spoke the other day, um, Flash, around, you know, we, we've got two players in every position that, that also, you know, complement each other, but also are so different. You know, you've got a Fab who comes in who's an undersized five who can, you know, mix it up and step outside as well and really bashes on the boards. But then you can bring Majuki who sort of plays a bit of four, a bit of five. You can close with any. Then you've got... Marcus is your traditional five, and Will, who's your traditional five too, when he comes in, will bring mm. bring something different. And then you've got Jack McVeigh, who's a you know an uncharacteristically different four as well, who's sort of got those crafty moves and offensively and and even defensively can mix it up. So you know, and then on the wing we've got Drim and Junior and Clint. They've all got different skill sets, but they all complement the group so well. And then you know we spoke about it the other day, you know, Milton Doyle probably uh, in the first five games. I know it's a small sample size, probably the best player in the league at the moment. And, when you've got when, when you when you've got a guy like that on your team, it sort of covers a lot of cracks too. And and obviously Jordan's doing his thing as well, which is just um, exactly what we knew he'd be when we brought him in. So, you know, Scott's got a got a great list and got a lot of talent there. But you know, he's obviously need a bit of luck too to to make sure that injuries don't bite and and just sort of keep yourself grounded because you don't win the championship in in what is it round three five games in. So we got to make sure we we stay hungry and competitive and and really keep working every day so that um, when it comes finals time, they're ready to roll. 
And uh, what what next for Jarek Chivers? Obviously, you know, a huge few years. As you said, no annual leave, mm. no breaks. Really difficult time in terms of yeah. you know, your kids are only young once. So opportunity yeah. to hit the reset button, have a breather. Obviously, enjoy some family time. Uh, do you, you know? Do you hope to stay in basketball? Is it is it time um, for something different? What what is what does the next five years I'd, look I'd like, like for you? Be, I'd, ideally, I'd love to stay in basketball. I'd also know that that's um, probably not an option uh, given given that there's only one team in Tasmania. So I'll mm. I'll put that on the shelf for a while, but. For me, I've got an opportunity lined up, which um, hopefully will come through in the next couple of weeks. So that'll that'll be very exciting for me, and um, that's a, that's another sort of startup similar thing as well. So I'm looking forward to to digging my teeth in that. But in the short term, I've had um, you know had a week off, and I'm looking forward to having another couple of weeks off with the fam. I've been uh, school holidays, so I've spent a lot of time with my son and my daughter and and my wife. So it's been really really nice to recharge your batteries. And the thing that I like at the moment is the phone's just not ringing. So it's uh, it's amazing. <laughs> you sit there and you wake up in the morning, you you, you know, do, do go for your job or do whatever you want to do, and uh, Really, just enjoy life and enjoy the nice weather we're having, and then um, yeah, obviously in a couple of weeks' time, I'll be ready to get going in the next role. What about this? Let's finish with this. I reckon the Jack Jumpers can win it. In fact, I think they're the favourites. Thoughts? Yeah, obviously it's just it's just such an even league, such an even it league. Is. I think um, Melbourne Melbourne will be tough. Um, Sydney are going to be good when they get DJ Hogue back, and I really they like will. you know the. Mm. the Perth Wildcats, I'm just not 100% sure, but they're, they're looking pretty solid. But I think, as we spoke about, you need a bit of luck. But in terms of talent, we've definitely got the talent to, um, you know, I think you'd be disappointed if you didn't make the, the playoffs with this team. And I think, um, you know, with, with the talent they've got, they've definitely got enough talent to win it. It's just whether they get the luck that rolls their way. You know, if Will Magnate can come back and be the Will that he deserves to be and that we know he can yeah. be, I think they're going to be a real good chance. But, um, you know, for me, I'm, I'm selfishly, it's probably the last list I'll put together for this team, so I want them to go really well and win it so I can have a little <laughs> bit of claim in that. But uh, other than that, just being, a, being a Tasmanian fan, I just want them to do well. I think, uh, you know, I love the club and will always love the club and um, love the people that are there. So I, I just hope for them it's, it's just very successful and, and obviously win it this year. If not this year, they win it in the next year or two. I, th- I think, really, and I just wanted to say really quickly before we before we get to the break, credit to you as well. You know, I, I saw you there on Thursday night with your Jack Jumpers kid on, sitting uh, with your family in the crowd. It would have been very easily, um, you know, after the, the the way it's um, panned out, it didn't go your way for you to you know get the sulks on and avoid things. But you haven't done that. You, you know, you've been gracious and humble, and, and and I think you know again it speaks volumes of, of your character and, and, and the type of person you are. So we obviously wish you at the absolute best uh, no, in love terms that, of what, whatever, whatever your no, next I think, role is. I think, I think the thing is, obviously, basketball is a sport. It's a cruel sport sometimes. It gives you highs and it gives you lows. But I think for me, like, my son loves it. So if I, uh, if I crack the shit and chuck the toys out of the cot, all I'm doing <laughs> is hurting him. I'm not hurting myself, if you know what I mean. Like, yep. I, just, I just want to be there with the family. And basketball's always been a family thing for me. My parents are there, my brothers and sisters are there so I just enjoy going along as a fan now and it's nice to be able to um the game finishes I can just walk out I don't have to pack up I don't have to do all that stuff anymore so it is nice to be able to get out of there but I appreciate that mate you guys are too kind and as I said love the club and and so proud of everything I've achieved in the three years while I was there well done Jorick congratulations mate we'll talk to you soon have a great day go the Jackies tonight appreciate it yep exactly see you boys thanks mate Jorick Chivers with us we'll go to a break and we'll come up and wrap up the first hour